When you're building a culture of belonging, every word counts. That's why Textio brings the world's most advanced language insights into your hiring and employer brand content. Our industry-leading approach to artificial intelligence and machine learning provides the tools needed to find more diverse candidates. In short, Textio builds more equitable workspaces, guiding businesses and writing more inclusive job posts. And we're building on that success by bringing even more products to the market for all people who share our belief that language matters. Words have power. And at Textio, we harness that power to increase the access and availability of value-driven work for everyone. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Clarity Podcast, where you'll not only gain the insight to help you transition your career, but we'll have raw, unfiltered conversations about equity and access in corporate America. I'm your host, Tristan Layfield of Career Clarity Solutions, formerly Layfield Resume Consulting. And today, I have the honor of having on the show Danielle Holmes. So Danielle Holmes is the owner of Career Services by L. Her company specializes in creating resumes that elevate career changers from feeling stuck to thriving in higher paying positions. She has over 15 years of experience and she's an expert in creating powerful resumes that showcase the value her clients bring as they prepare to change or pivot their careers in today's highly competitive job market. So, Danielle, thank you for this time and welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Tristan. I'm very honored to be here on the show. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Uh, you were one of the first people that I thought of when I when I uh, thought about launching this show because uh, we actually had never really met, <laughs> even virtually, um, until right before the show here. But we have been following each other for years on social media and interacting with each other. And I've watched you blow up on Instagram and, and, <laughs> and get all these followers. And I, and I just know you do really great work. And I also, uh, anytime I have clients that are trying to get something done, and I'm like, I can't get to it. You're one of the people I bring up. Like, hey, go check check her out and see if she can get to you. So I'm excited to have you here. Thank you. Thank yes, you. yes. And, you know, I feel like it's like a full circle moment where it's yeah. like you like you mentioned, we've been following each other for so long. And then being able to connect on this platform here is just amazing. So I'm excited. Yes. Yes, I love to connect with people who do similar work to me. Um, you know, oftentimes people think that, you know, these people are supposed to be competition to them and you're supposed to do one up and be better. I'm like, look, there are enough people who need help with resumes oh, and yeah. careers to go around for all of us. Absolutely. Okay? Absolutely. <laughs> so. No need for competition in this field. <laughs> at all whatsoever. <laughs> so I appreciate you jumping on. Um, and, you know, I always like to start the conversation with a couple of questions here. And so I want you to fill in this blank for me here. Currently, the state of the job market right now is what? What would you say? I would say it's complex. I think that would be like the best way that I can describe it. Okay. Okay. So when you say it's complex, what do you mean? I mean that in certain industries, it's like, you know, it's taken off. People are able to land roles very quickly. Certain roles they're seeing like that. But then other ones that were like always constantly hiring and, you know, taking on new people, it's kind of slowed down. So when I think of yeah. that, I think of an, um, I think of tech right now. 
Mm-hmm. Tech was mm-hmm. has been on fire for so long, but now I'm starting to see it slow down a little bit. I'm starting to see more layoffs in tech. I'm starting to see um, more hiring freezes in tech. So it's just not the way that it used to be. Is what I, I the only way I could think of. So it's complex to me, in my opinion, when it comes yeah, to yeah. No, I totally get it. One hundred percent. We've seen we've seen a little bit of a change recently, uh, like you said, in in tech and even real estate and a couple of other industries that are having a little bit of a downturn right now. And I think it's uh, I think it's really being impacted by quite a few things, but mainly we have things like inflation. We have things that are going on, like the war in Eastern Europe, which we don't really think impacts things, but it actually does. You don't realize how many companies come out of Ukraine. It's really interesting. I learned all of these things like (laughs) recently. Um, And then we have things like, um, you know, just the economy. We're sort of worried about things like, are we going to be in a recession soon? What's happening here? And I think a lot of companies are taking heed of that at this moment, right? Yes, um, I definitely think they're feeling it in this right now. It's like they're feeling yeah. it more than ever. So it's yeah. changing things in the hiring space a lot. Uh, quite a bit. Yeah, for sure. So mm-hmm. keeping that in mind, thinking about the people who are currently on the job search, right? What type of tips do you have for them? What What can they do to really help them get to where they're trying to go? It's all about really having career documents that stand out and get their attention. You know, we're doing away with things like in 2022, we shouldn't be using objectives in the resume. Um, You know, the the resume has to be aligned to every role you're applying for because you want to immediately get their attention, especially if it's a competitive role or like if you're applying for a role where there are hundreds of other applicants You don't want to just look like everyone else or you don't want to have something that's outdated and really not competitive in this job market. Another thing that works and a lot of people don't really think how important it is, is building those connections. So when you are out there making sure you're networking, making sure you're connecting with people who are, you know, thought leaders and who have some type of way of helping you get into that role. Um, and following up after you apply, not just leaving it where you hit the apply button, you close your laptop and you walk away, really making sure that you are sending that message or sending that email and just, you know, really making sure you're building that connection is so important. That's really where the power is and is in that connection building. I tell people that all the time. You got to have great documents. They absolutely help in applying online is, you know, a a necessary part of the job search. But really, those connections are the things that get you into that sort of hidden job market. Right. Yes. Um, I always talk to my clients about finding what's called the boosters. Right. The people who can provide you with referrals into companies or organizations or might be leaders and have some type of influence or or might be able to say, hey, I want that person on my team. You want to try and figure out who those people are build relationships with those people before you even actually need them, Mm -hmm. right? No one wants to feel used. (laughs) True. That is true. and so it's best to start, I tell everyone, you know, your job search starts day one of your new job because you start building those new relationships before you need them. And then when you do need them, you're able to access them much more easily. I agree. So I I 100% agree with your tips there for sure. Now, One of the things that 
is a little bit different from sort of job searching on the market per se, is people who are sort of in careers and trying to advance at their current company, right? Um, it's, a, it's a little bit of a different play than trying to, to land a completely different new role. Um, so are there any tips that you have for those type of people who are, who are not necessarily trying to leave their company, but trying to figure out how they can stand out to move up? really focusing on what it takes to be in that role and showing that you're a person who is not just complacent with doing the what's in the job description. Like, how are you mm -hmm. going to be able to add value? How are you going yeah. to be able to help the company reach their goals? That's really what's going to help you stand out when you're looking to make that, um, you know, that upward, when you're trying to move up in a company or just even moving up in your career, that's really what it's going to be about. That's what's going to help you stand out. Yeah. Focusing on that sort of return on investment they're going to get from you. Oh, right? yeah. How have, how have you already created results and how will that help you create results in the future, right? Mm -hmm. um, I think that's an important thing to really focus in on um, and show them, hey, I haven't just been here for two years, three years. I've been creating results for you for two, three years. Absolutely. Right? That's so important. <laughs> um, People often forget to do that piece. I tell I tell everybody, I think of great bullet points as having the action that you took, the reason that you took it, and the value that it provided the company or organization. And oftentimes we're getting one or two of those pieces, but the value piece is always the thing that tends to be missing. Yes. <laughs> yes. And it has to be like not just the value that you know you brought in your specific role, but like value that's that hiring manager or recruiter can see you bringing to their company or bringing in this specific yep. role. I think sometimes people kind of get hung up on, I did X, Y, and Z. I've done these things. I've done this. Sometimes, okay, it's nice. That's great. That's wonderful. But how are they going to benefit from that? That's really what, you know, you really have to answer that question in your resume and in your interviews. You really have to make sure you're answering how that value is something that they can see and really gain from. Yeah. Yeah. You got to translate it for them. You oh, yeah. can never assume that they're going to understand mm -hmm. how that's going to translate. And, you know, understand that when companies hire, they hire people to solve a specific problem. Absolutely. Tell them how you're going to solve that problem for them. Right. Yes. <laughs> that's really, really the core here. Now, one last question here. Mm -hmm. So, you and I both work with tons of job seekers across different industries, right? Um, so flipping the script a little bit, we talk to job seekers all the time. What do you think are like the top two or three things you think recruiters need to understand about candidates that are searching for jobs right now? Um, I think that recruiters have to... I, I always say, and I think like this, I don't know if I really communicated it online because I don't like to step on recruiters toes. I know that yeah. their jobs can be hectic, but definitely lead with your heart. Like really think of, you know, who that person is that's applying for that role. Sometimes, you know, it might be a person who is has lost their job. It might be someone who is on the brink of being homeless. It might be someone who has a family to feed. And Sometimes just being able to communicate with someone, even if it's to say you didn't get the position, like that kind of at least closes a door for someone rather than them feeling like they're in limbo for week after week after an interview. Like, am I going to hear a follow up? Are they going to reach out to me? You know, it's mm -hmm. I think it's it definitely has to become more heart centered 
and understand that these are actual humans who are applying for roles, who have lives and families. So I think that that is, you know, if that's something I could give as advice, that would be one thing. And then number two, because I'm someone who recently came out of a job search myself, so I really got to see firsthand how things work because I hadn't searched for a job in over 13 years. Um, so something I could say too is if there's someone who's applying for a role and maybe they're not qualified for that role or you found someone who's more qualified, if you have another position that you're hiring for it and you're like, they would be the perfect person for it, maybe just send a quick message to recommend that they apply for that role. I think sometimes giving them options or making them feel like, you know, it's not just a closed door every single time that they apply, it it builds that momentum and then just makes someone feel empowered. Like, okay, you know, I didn't get this job, but hey, or I didn't get the chance to interview for this job, but hey, they are going to interview me for this position. It gives people mm -hmm. a sense of hope at least. Yeah, 100%. I, I completely agree. Recruiters have a very tough position, right? Because companies and organizations are measuring them on certain KPIs and certain metrics. And so they have to push and push and push through. And often they have multiple roles that they're looking to fill. So that it's it's hundreds of candidates that they're, they're interacting with. And so I, I completely 100% get that. But I do believe that sort of the role of a recruiter is to sort of marry perfect candidates with the perfect company, right? And that starts by sort of understanding people and interacting with people and, and understanding them as people rather than a number right yeah um, and that they have feelings and 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 that you know ghosting them is not okay on both fronts mm -hmm. both candidates and recruiters okay <laughs> right um but i definitely think that recruiters could provide a little bit more insight into what's going on in the process be a little bit more transparent and communicate with people and i definitely think that can go uh, uh, quite a bit of ways with with candidates for sure 100 now I like to always bring in a little bit of sort of popular career news or trends and things that are going on. And I sent you a little bit of an article from, I believe it was Business Insider, um, about some of the things that we're going to be, we might be seeing over the next couple of years. There were some predictions in here. So the article says the scariest economic paper of 2022 predicts big layoffs over the next two years as the fight against inflation gets more intense. So we know inflation is ridiculous, right? I look, <laughs> my grocery bill went up ridiculous amounts. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and so I, I am, uh, I, I am definitely feeling that myself. <laughs> um, but this sort of uh, article in this paper sort of talked about the fact that unemployment rates are going to have to go up in order to help drive inflation down. One of the things they specifically said is, you know, inflation is typically inversely tied to unemployment. The rule goes when unemployment drops, inflation rises. And when unemployment is high, inflation goes down. So right now we're at about 3.7% unemployment, right? And in the pandemic, we hit 13% unemployment in the first in the second quarter, and then that sort of that sort of eased to about six point seven percent in the fourth quarter. They're estimating we're going to have to get to about six point five percent unemployment again in order to help with inflation. So that means that people need to start preparing potentially for some some things going on, right? Like what what do you when you hear that? What are you thinking? What's coming to mind here? What I'm thinking is stay prepared. Like, don't wait until you start to hear about certain departments downsizing or don't wait until you get that email. 
make sure that you have, even if you feel 100% secure in your position, still, there's no harm in making sure that your resume is updated, making sure that your LinkedIn profile is updated, and really networking and becoming visible on a platform like LinkedIn that can help you if the unthinkable happens. Like, you know, you want to always think for the, you know, you always want to think the best, but also prepare for the worst in every single situation. And in this situation, especially because of what's going on in the job market, there's no harm in being prepared. I'll say that. Yeah, 100%. If you hear something like that, I would even go as far to say, um, if we're seeing pandemic level unemployment uh, rates, then one of the things the pandemic taught us was that no no job is really that secure, right? Yeah. Um, so even if you do feel secure, you really should make sure that you just keep things up to date, especially your network. Warm those contacts up now. Mm-hmm. So that way, when we get to that spot, you're not trying to warm them up and ask for favors immediately, right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, 100%. For me too, I tell people that this is the time to really buckle down and think, how have I made an impact in my company and organization? Um, Have conversations with your superiors on how they believe you've made an impact. Find those numbers, those metrics, those values that you can include when they come to somebody like me or you, right? Mm -hmm. To write a resume. We we need those things to really really convey um, the results inside of there. And if you find yourself sort of at a loss at that point, when you're asking those questions, now's the time to figure out how can I make impact moving forward so I can then put it on my resume, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Definitely. And yeah. Q4, really making sure that you finish strong this year so that you mm-hmm. have those metrics to add into that resume. And I always tell people, even if you're not like, res- you know, a writing savvy person, you, mm-hmm. if you need to use a resume writer or if you need to reach out to a resume writer, then start to get together a brag folder. Like what are some mm-hmm. achievements you've made? Maybe putting in that folder some performance reviews, you know, documentation of awards, um, or just even like quotes from colleagues, from your higher ups of things that you have done exceptionally well. So making sure you have all that on hand that you can easily send off to a resume writer or someone who can help you get those documents in order if you need them to be done. Yeah. Yeah. I often find people make a mistake in hiring resume writers. They they think like we are some magic worker um, who can just, you know, whip up a document for you. And I always tell people resume writers are experts in marketing your results and your, your experience, but you are the expert in your experience. Exactly. You need to tell us what you've done and how you've done it mm-hmm. and what the results were from that for us to then be able to wordsmith that in a way that's going to help you make it further in the process. And I think people often forget that piece and they think we can just do it on our own. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. So I've definitely had that important. conversation with clients in the past where I'm like, listen, I don't work with you. I'm not there day by day, you know, sitting side by side with you to see exactly what you're doing. So it always helps for you to be able to know exactly what those achievements are and making sure they're aligned with the role you're applying for. So once you look at that job mm-hmm. description, you should kind of just be checking off in your head like, oh, I've done that. Oh, I've done that. This is something I have experience in. And then really thinking of how did you do that? What were those achievements? How did it benefit the company? What value did you bring? Thinking of those things as you go through the job description, that's really going to help your resume writer create the best marketing tool for you in your job search. 
Yep. And that's also going to help you prepare for your interviews that you're going to have because you need to be able to talk about it. We write it, Mm -hmm. but you still need to be able to convey that in an interview. Resumes get you interviews. Interviews get you jobs, right? So so you need to be able to still talk about those things in a way that is compelling to a hiring manager or recruiter um, and and make them really understand that you are someone who, who brings something unique to the table compared to the rest of the candidates on the slate. So, okay, my friend, well, you've dropped quite a few gems on how people can stay ready so they don't have to get ready. Um, If this economy goes wild, people, you got to make sure that you are out here um, prepared. You don't want to be, you know, last minute and and trying to figure everything out. People like Danielle and I, we will get booked up real quick in those type of instances. (laughs) You'll be waiting some time to get on our calendar. Mm -hmm. So you might as well. I'll try to get that done early so that way you don't have to worry about it on the back end. Yep. So, Danielle, I appreciate all this info. I got one more segment that I really want to pop into. Um, and it's my tech support segment. I like to just make sure that when I find out about new tech tools that I share it with people. So people sort of know what they can use and see if it can is something that can help you. And I don't know if you've seen this yet, but Google's come out with a tool to help people with their interviews. Um, And so they actually have a tool called Interview Warm-Up. So if you go to Google Mm -hmm. and you search for Interview Warm-Up, it's actually sort of this AI system that asks you actual interview questions. You speak them into your microphone. It transcribes them um, and it provides you with insights and feedback on things like job-related terms you use, your most used words, talking points you've covered, all these different things, and then provides you with feedback to keep improving. So um, yeah, it's a really nice tool. It really, I just learned about it last week. So I I think it's actually pretty new. I mean, it's free to use, at least for now. So <laughs> I would suggest people. Hey, I'll take advantage because yep. once they see more people using it, they love to slap a price oh, tag. Right on, on it. up. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Um, so go to Google, search for interview warm up, and it can help you uh, really start practicing. And they have some specific things for like data analytics, e commerce, IT support, project management, user experience design, and then they have general interview practice as well for the remainder of the folks there. So check it out um, and let me know how it works for you because I'm really interested interested in this and seeing if I should re- recommend it to more of my clients. Yeah, so, definitely. Um, so that's a little piece. But Danielle, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I really, really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank you. I'm always happy to share any advice and tools and tips with people out there. And thank you for giving me this opportunity to do so. Yeah, no problem. Now, tell people where they can find you on the internet streets. Yep. So you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at L Career Services. So that's E-L-L-E Career Services. And on my website, www.lcareerservices.net. And on LinkedIn, it's linkedin.com slash N slash Danny Holmes, D-A-N-I Holmes. Okay, you heard it here. Go and follow her. Go engage with that content. Get these tips. Danielle produced some great content across all of her platforms. And if you need some help, check her out. I'm telling you, she produced top tier work. Okay, so so thanks again, my friends. And until next time, everyone, I'll see you later. All right. Bye.
Living Corporate is brought to you by Doximity. Doximity helps over 2 million medical professionals. We are the largest medical network that includes over 80% of physicians and over 50% of physician assistants and nurse practitioners. We don't take that responsibility lightly and committed to working towards a more equitable world inside and beyond our virtual office walls. If you want to learn more about Doximity, check out your app store at D-O-X-I-M-I-T-Y. That's D-O-X-I-M-I-T-Y.